Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for August 8th is Jeremiah chapters 4 through 6. If you remove your abhorrent idols from my presence and do not waver, then you can swear as Yahweh lives in truth, justice, and righteousness. God is saying to his people, if you are holy and righteous before me, not that you'll be perfect, but if you'll take away the idols and the things that your flesh cries out to, and you put those things away and focus on me, the fountain of living water, then you can use my name. You'll, you'll be in my authority. And when you speak about me, you'll be speaking rightly. But the people weren't speaking rightly about God because they were continually bowing down to idols. And again, let's not fall into the trap of saying, oh, those foolish people back then who worshiped idols. We today are just as guilty as they were. We worship idols, wine, coffee, Netflix, What do we put in front of ourselves? We talk about binging Netflix. It's a social norm. It's acceptable to spend 12 hours in a day watching television shows or movies or sports. It's a norm in American society for men to turn off everything and only focus on football in the fall or baseball in the spring and spend their entire weekend forsaking their families and all other things. And I would say, my friends, what are you spending the most amount of time on? What do you find yourself speaking about most of the time? Because the things that come out of our mouth expose what's on our heart. Chapter 4, verse 3, this is what Yahweh says to the men of Judah and Jerusalem. Break up the unplowed ground. Do not sow among the thorns. Doesn't this wording remind you of the parable of the soils that Jesus told? Talking about the word of God falling on the fertile soil and producing a crop, but falling on the soil with thorns and being choked out before it could produce fruit. The seed that fell on the hard-packed ground, the walkway, was unable to take root at all. And the prophet is speaking to the people saying, break up the unplowed ground because the people of God need to accept responsibility for the hardness of the soil of their hearts. Verse 4, circumcise yourselves to Yahweh. Circumcision is a cutting away of the flesh. The physical act of circumcision, much like the physical act of baptism, represents a death to self and a resurrection and new life of service 
to the king. God does not delight in punishing those who sin. That's why he's continually pleading with us and for us to repent. Many of us today are fallen into the identification with the saying that I'm a sinner saved by grace. And the problem with that is that we focus on the sinner part and it's almost like a crutch and a and an excuse to say, oh, I'm supposed to be a sinner. Oh, I was born to be a sinner. It's only by God's grace that I can do anything righteous. And it's absolving oneself of any responsibility for future actions. Yes, we are all sinners. Hopefully we are all saved by grace and we have a responsibility. Many in the church today want to wait for God to do something while we sit on the sidelines complaining or just humiliating ourselves, humbling ourselves, abasing ourselves, saying, I'm just a sinner saved by grace. There's nothing I have to offer. But God says, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I knit you together in your mother's womb and I appointed you to be a prophet to the nations Get off the couch. Get off the sidelines. Go get busy in doing the things that God, I, your maker, am calling you to do, God says. In verse 19, Jeremiah cries out, My anguish, my anguish, it could also be translated more literally, my inner parts, my inner parts, I writhe in agony. Oh, the pain in my heart or the walls in my heart. Jeremiah was a prophet who was elevated to one of the highest and most respected prophets in all of history. And I believe it's because he had such a connection to God's heart. A prophet speaking the words of God. What is a word? It's a communication device that comes from the heart. Jesus said we speak from the overflow of our hearts. So if you're repeating God's words and you don't have God's heart, then are you really communicating for God? Could you really be a prophet? We want to be elevated and used by God We need to get to know God's heart. These people are skilled in doing what is evil in verse 22, but they don't know how to do what is good. How many of us in the church today are skilled at debate about proving how we are right and someone else is wrong? And yet the same person would struggle and say, oh, I don't, I don't really know how to pray if they were asked to pray. In verse 5, verse 7, God says, why should I forgive you. Talks about the coming judgment in chapter 5. But even in those days, verse 18, I will not finish you off. 
people will say, why did God do all these things to us? Respond, just as you abandoned me and served foreign gods in your land, so you will serve strangers in a land that is not yours. It's a reaping and a sowing. It's a culmination. Friends, if we don't want to serve God where he has us, if we don't want to use what we've got to further the kingdom, why would he continue to bless us with more? Verse 25, your sins have withheld my bounty from you, Your, for wicked men live among my people. We need to be careful who we allow into our inner circles. Verse 28 says, they have excelled in evil matters. They have not taken up cases such as the case of the fatherless so they might prosper, and they have not defended the rights of the needy. Shouldn't I punish them for these things? So it's not even about the evil things that they were doing entirely. It's also about the good things that they were not doing. They were not taking up the case of the fatherless. They were not providing for the orphans so that they might prosper. They were not defending the rights of the needy. They weren't looking out for the poor among them. Verse 30 says, An appalling, horrible thing has taken place in the land. What's that appalling thing you're talking about, Lord? The prophets prophesy falsely. The priests rule by their own authority. My people love it like this. But what will you do at the end of it? Jesus said, and John, my sheep, know my voice. The prophets who prophesy falsely and the priests who rule by their own authority are religious leaders who tell the people what their itching ears want to hear. Many prefer the current church system because it's predictable, it's safe, it's comfortable. I can go to church, hear my three worship songs, hear the announcement, listens to a three-point message with a couple jokes thrown in, write a check or give online and go home and live my life the way I've always lived it, the way I choose to live it. Don't go and shake up my life telling me that what I do and what I believe is something that God has a problem with. I don't want to hear it. Closing. Verse 16. This is what Yahweh says. Stand by the roadways and look. Ask about the ancient paths. Which is the way to what is good? And then take it and find rest for yourselves. These people chose not to, but we get to choose. My friends, we have the benefit of reading these words and choosing for ourselves who we will serve. As for me and my house, we will serve Yahweh. And I pray you will too.